we leave Friday, and I, I don't have enough PTO to actually go. <laughs> <laughs> so I have exactly 40 hours, which is great, right? That's a week. Yeah, that's... But we're leaving Friday, Friday morning and then I'm gone Friday next week. Uh. So if I drove to work, I could potentially get two hours of work done. If I wanted to, the morning we leave. Yeah. uh. (laughs) But if I drive back and there's any kind of wreck or any kind of traffic or road work, then I I miss my flight. It's not worth it. For two hours of work. Yeah. On the way over here tonight, I don't know if you got my message. I had to send you a message. I just saw it. Traffic was just stopped and I had to double back. So you don't take that risk with uh, Universal. Universal trip? Yeah. I, absolutely not with my vacation. <laughs> Anything else. I, I would rather take my entire day off. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to have to have them, like, I don't I don't know. We're going to do some hoodoo with my PTO because I technically, I guess I just won't get paid for a day, but it's fine. I'll, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take the hit. Yeah. Worth it. Um, so what did you do today? Did you get to listen to the episode? I listened to the episode, oh, and then I, I fed babies and rocked <laughs> babies and watched Encanto for the 50th oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super Soft Podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Megan Thompson, and co-host Amber Franzen. So, Peter Pratter? Let's get out her. Did we not do that last I don't time? think we did. Oh my I gosh, just... I just remember. Okay, okay, that was where I was going to start. So, previously on... Previously on Not My Forte, a Super Soft Podcast. Last week was crazy, though. Last week was insane. I, that's what I had down. It's just apologize for the show that was Valentine's Day. We had a good time. I think it was a fun episode i've learned that i can't drink in podcast because it, it immediately affects my ability to speak <laughs> but we didn't have a breakdown on the wiki page which is something a good podcaster probably would have checked beforehand but we had just gotten comfortable with that it would just always be there for uh, us yeah and we have well i've started to double check today and we've kind of got an idea of what's going to be missing in season seven Someone's going to have to make a breakdown, and then we'll have to go back for the episode. It's going to be a whole thing. It'll be a thing. It'll yeah. be okay. But that's all I have for previously on. Do you have anything else? No. No. Not other than I just am not allowed to drink anymore. Oh, one more note. Josh wrote it down here, so I wouldn't forget. I he s- wanted to mention... Is it the doodle? Yes, <laughs> the doodle. So we said at some point that Rald's A in his name was a pentagram, but he said, no, it's an anarchy symbol. I didn't think it was a pentagram, but I wasn't confident enough to say anything. to to contradict live. <laughs> I didn't know that that kind of a meant anything, but I guess it's a symbol, like an anarchy symbol. <laughs> That's fitting. Uh, yeah, that is fitting. But I didn't see it. I knew he'd done something to it, but I couldn't tell what it was, so I wasn't confident either way. So Josh just wanted me to plug that here. So. Embellishment. So season six recap just give me your overall general thoughts on season six overall wasn't my favorite there were parts that i thoroughly enjoyed genuine happiness Mm -hmm. and then there was a lot about it that i didn't like though whole storylines that could have been done away with and i would have been perfectly (laughs) fine 
So, yeah. I, would it, you say this is your least favorite season? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. I, I don't know. I think I'm between six and three. I, I liked the you and the Valentine's episode enough yeah. to where that really lifted up. A couple of episodes carried mm-hmm. the season for me. Episode one and three could have probably just been completely gone. Even two could have just been not part. And <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay. Well, see, I so I prepped for this uh-huh. recap differently than I normally do. I listened to all of our podcasts oh. and I did not rewatch it. You didn't rewatch it. I didn't rewatch it at all. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. I did the opposite. I didn't listen to any of the podcasts over again. I listened to Valentine's Day, Mm -hmm. the first part, but I rewatched the whole season today. Yeah, (laughs) and and that's normally what I do, but I always get in my head and I retake notes, basically, for every single episode, and then I've just got these tons of notes, so I thought (laughs) if I can restrict myself re-listen to my own thoughts about the episode then that should be sufficient mm. hopefully how long did that take because our our podcasts are significantly longer <laughs> yeah. than the episode it took two days because yeah. <laughs> i listen to them at work and then i'll make just little notes my notes got progressively longer i knew that it would because i just have this tendency i want to overdo yeah <laughs> i have to stop myself when i first watch an episode I take notes throughout on everything that they say, mm-hmm. on thoughts that I have while things are happening. When I'm prepping for the recap, though, I just watch the episode, and then at the end of the episode, I write a very general thought about it as a whole. I have a sentence or two per episode, and that's it. So hopefully, for Josh's sake, we don't ramble on yeah. <laughs> incoherently for three and a half hours. I had a good opportunity to rewrite down what our scores were Mm. so that was helpful yeah see i always forget what score i gave it yeah and so then i'm like uh, maybe i've scored it two different scores i don't know so tell me i'm curious now because i rewrote scores for each one but tell me what i said because i want to know we both did not like episode one at all Mm. It was five and a half on both of us. I, I wrote five this time, so. Oh, so you were yeah, scared. Okay. Yeah, well, let's just go through them real quick, and right. I'll tell you. So, Bush Party, I really liked it. I gave it an eight. On this one, I put a five and a half. You gave it a six originally. Yeah, so, But I think you were just still not, not about it. I, I'm judging tougher as yeah. I go again, I guess. The City, you gave it a five and a half. I gave it a five this time. Okay. And I gave it a six. That was the storyline that I hated the most. And again, the softest thing so, they yeah. ever said joke was, was the, the saving, the only thing about that episode I liked. I agree. Episode four, Dick's Slip Out. We both gave it a seven. I gave it a seven again. Yeah. yeah. That one I still liked. I think four, five, six, and Valentine's Day, we actually all liked quite a bit. This uh, season started really slow. Like, yeah. But it did get better as it went on. Episode 5, Different Strokes for Different Folks. You gave it a 6. I gave it a 7. I gave it a 6.5 this time, so that one I scored a little higher, too. Okay. Let's see. And 6, Amber... Okay. Amber gave it a 7. And I gave it a 7.5. For the you? For you. I gave it an 8 this time, so I don't oh, know. really? I just must have been in a mood some days. Yeah. So what was your favorite episode this season? My favorite episode was you. 
Was it? Yeah. That was mine, too. I was between you and... Dick Slip Out was Dick close. Dick Slip Out. I was between the two, because I actually scored that one higher. I think I just had a really good iced coffee that yeah, day. Just, the coffee was on point that day. <laughs> so, I, I really enjoyed it. But I think you took it... At, and I always am very happy to see a good season finale. Yeah. That one, to me, it was short. Mm-hmm. That was the really short episode. But everything in it was funny. There wasn't any part of that episode that I disliked. And the story progressed. Yes. Which uh, means a lot to me. I was going to say, season six overall, that's why I think I don't, I mean, like, I don't hate it. It seemed like... You're talking me into that, yes. Y- okay. Yeah, it has progressed the story as a whole mm-hmm. for the series, you know, Wayne, I almost called him Todd. What? <laughs> I need a coffee you know, today. You know, Todd, who's been the main <laughs> character all these years since we were children. Todd's there every year. Todd, the Wayne, guy in town. She's heard of. In Christ. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I pass it back to you. Tevin. You're not drinking, are you? <laughs> no, this is water, I swear. <laughs> well, I just want to say, I don't have what we scored the Valentine's Day because we didn't. I didn't listen to the end of the episode. What did you score it this time? I scored it as a a soft eight this time. A soft eight? A soft eight. I think I would actually score it lower than that for me, personally. I think I'd give it a seven and a half, maybe seven, because it was... I guess it can't really progress the story, because they always do them in a time black hole. Yeah, they're in their own time frame. So, But it was just so much wordplay. I enjoyed it. It was very funny. I really enjoyed it. But for me, mostly wordplay. And I loved that Stuart and Wayne hung out so much. But I just, for the most part, I didn't care what they were talking about. Because they were just talking about hockey, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just realized, besides my favorite episode, I totally forgot to write down all of our fun things that we do. (laughs) All of the, our favorite, our least favorite. Yeah. Do you have yours ready? I will... Get them ready very quickly. Okay. <laughs> we'll both have to pull them together because I didn't even... I didn't do that today. So, you was my favorite. Okay. Closely followed by Dick Slipout. Episode three or one was probably my least favorite. One was my least favorite for sure. One I just didn't care about. I didn't care about anything that happened at all it in was episode just, one. That's... it's It was that stupid... Story. Story that we hated. Yeah, I just... Ugh. That was one of those ones, like, I just, I can't bring myself to care. And then the city, the softest things joke is funny, but the storyline, the takedown storyline I didn't care about. Yeah, and that was most of it. Yeah. This season. And the, I don't even want to bring up the green drugs. Like, I don't even want to talk about them again. <laughs> Do not even yes, they're, speak their name. <laughs> that storyline's just not even worth talking about or mentioning. And so anything that had that in it, I just... Meh. But, like we said, it didn't start off super strong for me, but it ended much stronger. Because even Valentine's Day, I thought, was really funny. It was a really good holiday episode. Yes. I'm bummed that there aren't really yeah. many more holiday episodes. I do think they should consider Day Beer's Day a holiday episode, because I think it's set up the same way. I think it's a hole in time, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And they're treating it as a holiday but it's not really a holiday. It's the one that that season is in has seven episodes. So it is the, it's the seventh episode in, is it season seven or season eight? I think it might be eight. It might be eight. I feel like season seven randomly doesn't have a holiday. Yeah. So do you have a favorite character this season? Hmm. This season, 
might be Riley and Rold kind of are both up there for me this season. I hate to say it, but I liked Marie Fred. She wouldn't be my favorite, but this season so far, as it stands, I like Marie Fred. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. was exactly what I was about to say. I was going to say this is going to be controversial. Yes. But, but if you take the season as it is. She is so, she's such a good character this season. She's likable. She's strong and like, you know, she doesn't let Bonnie be mean to her. That's true, yeah. She can hold her own with Gail, which says something. What's up, Mary Fred, what's that big cat running around Africa with all the spots on it? A leopard. Yeah, well, what's that fish bears like catching in streams? Um, salmon. Yeah, what do you like in your uh, ice cream bars? Almonds. I don't know. You know, I really liked Gail this season, too. Yeah, I was Which is say. so funny because I hated her, like, season one. I couldn't stand Gail. I think they've they found her niche. Yes. With her humor. Because she still does it. Mm-hmm. She still wriggles and <laughs> slithers and... Her is she, the silky... No, her, sexy swerve. <laughs> yeah, her, her slinky little swerve. Yeah. She still does that. She's still vulgar as all hell, but... They found a way to make it work to where it's still too much, mm-hmm. but in a good way. Yeah. I haven't found that with Mrs. McMurray yet, but... <laughs> what would you consider your least favorite character this season, then? L- least favorite? Bonnie wasn't high up, which is strange. Yeah, that was a bummer. But she didn't have a lot to do this season. She didn't. I didn't care for Stuart much this season and i really honestly as much as i liked gay when they introduced her didn't like her very much this season either yeah. so gay's my least favorite this season because she does the 180 in regards to her relationship with rolled and that really bothered me they're too hardcore to proofread hard corny she seemed more controlling yes in a not like I I have your best intentions at heart, and so I may be a little overbearing, but I'm just trying to look out for you kind of way, and more in a I want to be in charge and you listen to what I say I'm kind the of boss. way. Yeah. yeah, I really saw the the negative side that Kayla kind of was. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily think she was being manipulative. I think she was just steamrolling, being I'm Steam, the boss. Yes, steamrolling. That's a good word for it. And it just really pissed me off that she didn't take Rold's feelings into consideration. He wanted to go home. He wasn't having fun. He was doing all the work. And he was getting no benefits in being there at all. That was my issue with Stuart this season. The ep- Valentine's episode, you know, and that's kind of the the one-off. So I'm including it, but not including it. But other than that episode, his interaction with Wayne, which I did enjoy, the rest of this season, I didn't like. I mean, he always is kind of mean to Rold. Yeah. But this one, if he, if Rold is actually in fear for his life, he thinks somebody's going to actually try to kill them at this sex club in the city, <laughs> you know, have a little bit of consideration for your friend. And I want to say a B and a C really quickly. Not that I hated them or anything, but Katie got on my nerves. A few times, yeah. Mostly because she was so mean to Dan this whole she time. She was mean to Dan a lot this She, she brought it back around. And she had she terrible didn't... taste in dresses, and that's another whole, whole thing. <laughs> Uh, and then Dan, too, acted weirdly out of character off and on this whole season. Wait, you've said that before, and it was to go bang. And, and like we said, we, we definitely have bangovers, but if you... Go. 
Do you want to so like do, do some do some sex, sex or go? I didn't go back and re-listen to all the podcasts, but I feel like we did mention at least once that characters did seem a bit off. Bonnie was off this season. Yeah, Dan was off this season. They just didn't seem. I don't know. Which there was a guest writer for half the season. Maybe that's the issue with the season. But he didn't write the one that we hate so much, the very first one. Really? Yeah. If I'm, yeah, if he, I'm remembering correctly, let's let me click. I always lose my mouse. Okay, <laughs> let me click it really quick. I know he wrote the last three. Jared and Jacob wrote the first one, and that one, was and we hated like, that one. Yeah, Trevor Risk wrote Dick Slip Out, different strokes for different folks, and you. And those no, 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 were, no, no, wait. Oh. Different strokes for different folks, you, and Valentine's Day. And those were three of the funnier ones. Yeah. Different Strokes for Different Folks was okay. Let me see what I wrote about that one. Gail meeting Marie Fred might have been my favorite scene this whole season, though. So that's your favorite scene? Yeah. Enchante, Mary Fred. Jamapole, all fucking yours. Every time I watched it, even when I think about it now, <laughs> I'm just like, that is so funny. <laughs> That, that, I think that was my favorite scene this whole season. Was Do you have a favorite scene this season? Yes. My favorite scene, I think, is when when Wayne and Derry are impersonating <laughs> McMurray with his vulgar talk. I hate the vulgar talk, but uh, it is so <laughs> spot on funny. This one's best left parked. Such that one was horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. Well, that's fu- that same episode, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, what else do we do? Favorite and least favorite. Is um, that it? What about conversations? Their conversation about throwing so much hip and staying hydrated <laughs> yes. was great to me. It wasn't just like one So, like running gags. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was really funny to me. I think my favorite of the season would be softest thing they, ever, they said. ever said. I love I loved that. It was so funny. That Especially was really good, too wanes with because he's he's always so stoked and he's so quote-unquote manly and he's worried about his eyelashes the eyelashes <laughs> and dan with his perennials yes i'm so upset about my perennials <laughs> i'm so upset about my perennials oh dan oh it hurt my heart so uh, cute character arcs for the the season usually don't we i think yeah if we don't we can start that we now can, if you'd we like. can do whatever we want so <laughs> we can do whatever we want this is our podcast <laughs> Until Josh edits it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is my podcast now. <laughs> End him. <laughs> or what, what do they say? Finish him. <laughs> Round one. Fight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Story arcs. They're, let's, I'm trying to think through everybody's. I think Derry, well, both the Derry and Riley and Jonesy, they learned a lesson over they the season. They did learn a lesson, bud. I think that's going to be... Okay, I'll pick that. That's I'll say that's my favorite. It, I didn't like a lot of the actual content of the episodes, but mm-hmm. I like that Riley and Jonesy learned a lesson they needed to learn. Rather than just just taking down girls, Yes, there was a lesson learned. Exactly, and I hope that it makes it more mature. And it seems to have been somewhat of an influence in some way, because at least... In Valentine's Day, Josie was at least mature enough to say, hey, I can't take anybody down. I just want to let you know I have an STD. I don't know if before, if they would have 
being up front with that. I think them, especially from like season one, them, they have matured. They've grown as people. I don't know that Katie or Dan had too much of an storyline. Yeah. Dan had a last minute the thing. Levina Dick, which yeah. even that it was there, but nothing's really been fleshed out too much with that yet. So yeah. we'll have to wait for season seven to see if that actually goes anywhere. This is going to sound strange, but I liked Derry's as much as I didn't like how he and Anik got together and the whole I love you in 30 seconds thing. Them from last season, how much I disliked it. Mm-hmm. I, I liked their story of the progression of the relationship. Yeah, the progression, the decline, and then an actual this is the end. But where I don't know. It, it ended in a very respectful way. Yeah. As respectful as it could be with him not wanting it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but even though he, you knew he was going to be upset about it, and he had a couple little petty jabs he threw out, but overall I think he handled it fairly well Yes. for Derry. Better than season two or one Derry would have handled yeah, it. Yeah, with those crazy shrieks and <laughs> his face turning all red and stuff. And he learned a lesson. Yeah, I feel like he has matured some and grown as a person he's ready for his next relationship now with a better understanding of how to be yes i feel like he learned something from this relationship about himself and how he acts about just how to be in a relationship in Mm -hmm. general i feel like he gleaned some knowledge that he can now take with him to future relationships i think it'll be helpful for him it's my hope yes hopeful so i'm i'll just touch little things I guess favorite. I don't know. Favorite. I've just made notes. Mm -hmm. A little bit of notes on each episode. One was the shortest because I hated it so much. (laughs) This is where it's the beginning of the can't get through a bowl of cereal. (laughs) Where they both start talking about how much hip they're throwing. Yes. Um, It's the beginning of Riley and Jonesy's STD journey. Journey. (laughs) (laughs) Lord. And I extra didn't like this because this is where Bonnie is rude. Yeah. And that, she was just way... Not Bonnie McMurray. No. Of all no. the things we know about her, she is so good across the board. It just was so out of character. Mm-hmm. And as crass as McMurray, her brother McMurray, can be... He's usually not outright rude to somebody either, except yeah. for French people. Maybe they were just <laughs> yeah. raised in like a racist household. Oh, yeah. Because about that. even his conversation with Rold about Rold being gay and him being super uncomfortable, he still wasn't. He's trying like, his best. Rude. Yeah. He's, st- <laughs> he's, he's trying in his McMurray way to be okay with it. Yeah. I, I ain't one of you. But he's rude to the French guys last season. Yes. So I wonder if they just openly have... Yeah, openly hostile. That's yes. But also, everyone in Quebec was super rude to Wayne in this episode. Yeah, that's true, too. And we finally... This is the last note for... We finally see Soper Stewart with the good hair. Yeah, Stewart with the good Stuart hair. with the good hair. Uh, where was it? Down in episode three of the city. I was like, I, I, I hate the storyline, but... Tyler's bone structure because I, I was gonna kiss. put cheekbones and then I was like but also his jawline but he has a really nice nose too 
It was just, so I was like bone structure just in general. In general. He has a wonderful points. face. Yes. <laughs> you, I love your face. <laughs> you, it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, that was basically what I wrote for episode one, too, was like I didn't care about the story, but it was the intro into throwing the hip. And yeah. I like that. That running that conversation. Thing. That was a good conversation. For bigger venues. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and then Bush Party Seasons, the next episode, this is where they're, they start out talking about, is Gus gay or not? Uh-huh. And we get the introduction of the awkward Vic Murray. The girlfriends are hanging around, going to the gym, and we see Shorzy for the first time in this, in the little scene, he's talking about his pH levels <laughs> and his butterfly kisses. Butterfly kisses. <laughs> Skids make a drug dealer enemy. Because they're selling the green stuff. That's really the beginning of that storyline. And the decline of our interest in Stuart this entire season. (laughs) And then the Mennonite stories kind of begin here too. Yeah, they show up at the end of the bush party. Yeah. Or at the end of the episode at the bush party. And we, this is where we made a, not an assumption, but we questioned if Wayne and Katie might have been Mennonite. Yeah, if they had, if their family had some history there. As I was rewatching that too, I'm wondering how Wayne has any shirts left because he just rips his shirts all the time when he fights. That's when he fights the big the che- guy from the gym. Puffer. Yeah, the chest puffer. That's what they call him, and he rips the back of his shirt with his lat again. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if Katie can sew. If you, something like that, it seems like you could sew a seam, but he like rips into the shirt. I don't think that's salvageable oh. for my seamstress skills. Anyway, I'm killer with seams. I could do seams all day long, but well, you're a step above me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not much really happened in that. Then we go to the city, which is the big long one that you really didn't like and you still didn't like. What did you give the this time? I gave it a five this time. I said the softest things joke is funny and I love that. But the city storyline I don't like. The takedown storyline I also didn't like. But Tyler's bone structure. Just yeah. Man, you better be glad you're pretty, but <laughs> Yeah, because I don't like you this season. <laughs> I like Watching you, but not watching the storyline. Even sometimes when he was in the the throes of his drug use, he pulled at my heartstrings because I wanted better for him. He was really kind of pompous this season. He, yeah. And I don't, I mean, even more it's so. It's off-putting. Yeah, he's always a bit pretentious, but this was overkill. Was it because you think he had a girlfriend and that just elevated himself? Uh, yeah, girlfriend, short hair, I'm in the city, I've got this drug business that's I going on. I know I look good. Yeah, yeah, basically, and, yeah, and I just, I didn't care for him this season. This was the crepe, and they had the Caesars outside for breakfast, the it, whole crepe conversation. The crepe conversation didn't do it for me. No. The, the green stuff, obviously, the grammar, humor oh, was. Yeah. But I really liked the softest things joke. Yeah, it was like, so I funny. I liked that a lot. Everything else in this episode I did not like. Katie's dress, I didn't like. like. Katie's dress, hate. Hate. <laughs> hate, hate, double hate. <laughs> and then I, this, I still wrote this down because it still astonishes me. We were talking about overeating and then going shopping and then going to the club. Yeah, that's astonishing because... It's just not realistic. How are you going to buy a skin-tight dress after you had Chipotle and Chick-fil-A and tacos and whatever else was in the rhyme? <laughs> 
The rhyme rhyming stuff's not my favorite. Yeah. I just so that whole episode just yeah. no yeah. for me, bud. Yeah. It's a no from me. <laughs> and Gay and Stuart break up. That's it. Really. Which was overly dramatic to and me, And unnecessary. Too. Like uh, you said, at the end of the episode, they could have just gone together to Letterkenny. Yeah. I, I rolled at that again. I kind of fast-forwarded through those parts. Yeah. It's like, I just need to glean the overall feel of the episode that I had, and I'll just skip you. <laughs> then Dick's slip out, which is where Riley and Jonesy have stage five clingers. I'm surprised I liked this. Yeah. Yeah, it was the turnaround for the season for me. I wasn't expecting to like this, but I really did like this episode. This was where it started. You could, from here onward, it got better Mm -hmm. and better. It was better than the first half. Second half, way better than the first half. Yeah. It's so weird that I liked it that much because it's a lot of stuff that I don't normally like. I don't really usually care for the wordplay when they kind of beat a dead horse almost but every time they made a dick joke i laughed (laughs) you were just i'm here for it (laughs) i I was you really liked anita dick i really liked anita (laughs) dick which was so also strange for me because noah dick gets on my nerves but i was here for mama dick this episode men are talking dairy (laughs) (laughs) you still call me mrs dick men are talking when she goat bleats at stewart all of it like where are our daughters she's just she's not here for anybody's crap she's not putting up with it Mm -hmm. she doesn't care i was here for for mrs dick i loved riley and jonesy's interaction with him too (laughs) may the lord open yeah (laughs) bless me the fruit Oh my gosh! And they're just—they're trying their best. And <laughs> God love them. And the whole stage five clingers when they're going through having bangovers and all of that wordplay mm-hmm. was hilarious to me too. And again, the wordplay can sometimes get old for me, but that was one I just—I everything they said was funny. Yeah, I think it was just the right people interacting in my opinion that kept me engaged because i don't know i was a little bummed when it first started because i thought oh we're gonna follow these people around all day i'm not gonna be interested but it was so funny Mm -hmm. in a different way with each new person that came upon i enjoyed it the whole time yeah i did too and i i can't remember if you said i scored that one higher this time or not but we both gave it a seven last time. Yeah, and I uh, gave it a seven again this time. Okay, so okay. it was the same score, but yeah, because I went in not with a bad attitude, but expecting to not like it so much, and so it really it was it was good for me. Our boys learned another lesson about hiding and hiding their jeeps too. Yes, they have to learn sometime. Glenn found a new friend i feel like i don't know could you i don't know if they knew each other beforehand i couldn't tell if that was the first time or if they were like oh hey i remember you uh, yeah i feel like they they probably know each other but uh-huh. they you know the mennonites don't come and hang out a lot so they're pleased with each other humor i was here for yes <laughs> like their god jesus humor <laughs> yes i was here for it <laughs> the only thing of the whole episode i didn't really like was the bit where dan Traded the traded the daughters, daughters back to him. <laughs> no consent. I no. was like, no, thank you with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dan, and that's when Dan was kind of the episode. He was really kind of out of character. Yeah, he was really angry the whole time. Held up 
we didn't like that he was held up on a grudge from when he was 15. Yeah. Because it seemed beneath Dan. Yes. I feel like he's more evolved as a person to let something like that bog him down for so long. You know? He wasn't. But overall... I can forgive that because the episode was so good. Yes. I think. Yes. Episode five, different strokes for different folks. This was the Century Club. And Katie thinks that McMurray is cheating, which he is, but with permission, probably. And I still wonder if everything out of his mouth isn't just, just a pure lie. crap. Yeah. I agree. Like- <laughs> I, I almost, I would almost bet that's the case. Yes. This is the podcast episode where you said, do you concur, doctor? And I completely spaced. (laughs) And and Josh knew what you were talking about. And I did too. I just didn't catch it. He was like, why did I concur? (laughs) Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. We have fun. We have a good time. I liked, so listening back to our podcast about the episode, I like things that we said about it. So, because we're so funny. <laughs> we, Tell me what we said. Well, my favorite thing in this episode, we were talking about how Glenn had a Grey's Anatomy moment, and you said, but Glenn is the son. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's 100% true. He is. He is the son. Oh, I loved it. Uh, They're talking about, they have the satellite and the podcast radio conversation in the very beginning. And the the animal sounds. conversation, yeah. Yeah, which was fine. It was fine. It It wasn't my favorite, but it was all right. They try, they all try to rap and do not very great. No, none of them have a rap future. No rap careers for anyone here. No animal sounds as tough as a dog sound. I'm the king of the jungle, bitch. Bow down. And then we just get the progression of Needy Dairy from here on out. He is calling every five minutes to see if everything's okay. Check in with the girlfriends. Leo Ball Unchain. <laughs> yeah, I this is what he I hope that. he learns from. Okay, this is what I did in this relationship. Mm-hmm. Didn't work out too well. Maybe don't do it again. Yeah. So I hope that that's something that he gleans. I think this is where we start our admission of liking Marie Fred outside of Wayne as a separate character. Because as soon as she came on, I immediately disliked her just because of my knowledge. And I feel like... Similar to the Dick Slip Out episode, I went in, not mad, but uh, the Mennonite episode. Like, uh, she's here. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been unfair to her all season because this season, at least, she has been quite likable. This actress acted the hell out of her storyline because we like her. And as much as I don't want to admit that, but I have to, I have to be honest. (laughs) She is a likable gal and just is. But this is this is the episode where Gail meets her and Yes, you loved Gail I in this episode. Loved her and Gail's interaction there. Cuz they go to the bar for the Century Club thing, the 100 beers, 100. shots of beer in 100 minutes. Mm-hmm. I want to 
try one I day. Still, I, say, I still feel, <laughs> I'm sitting here sober saying, I feel like that's not a lot of beer. When last week I was, <laughs> I was three sips into a one can of beer, not able to form sentences. So uh, maybe it's more than I'm giving it credit for, but it doesn't sound like a lot of beer to me right now in my judgmental seat that I'm sitting in and nobody can stop me from <laughs> How you do that. it there yeah. on your high horse. In your ivory tower. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so we did our beer math this episode. But, oh, okay, before we get to that, she asked Gail who she is and she said, I'm all yours. <laughs> she had such good one-liners to Marie that, Fred this that episode. That was what it was. When she says she doesn't know who the Herda Wayne is, that's the part that gets me every single time. <laughs> I love it. Oh, in the background of all this, Riley and Jonesy are talking about their takedowns. Yeah. They find out they have an STD. Some of that was chuckle-worthy, but overall that wasn't my favorite Riley yeah. Jonesy storyline. My favorite thing you said was, are you all asking for your 23 and me before you have sex? <laughs> Seriously, like, <laughs> I need a rundown of Do you need exactly your Ancestry.com <laughs> yeah. before you can sleep with me? Right. We need to find out what all's mixed up in there. All right, so you said, all right, stop, just before we get started. <laughs> I'm German and Native American. <laughs> Just so you can write that down. Just so you know. <laughs> oh, man. And then we have Agro Katie, who smashes Derry's phone and almost throws down with McMurray, but then she finds out Mrs. McMurray does the exact same thing. Yeah, and I felt torn about how Katie acted that episode because you kind of, I think, said you, you more agreed with her being kind of i understand the anger yeah but i thought like i understand the anger but it was also hypocritical just because it was katie and her and mrs mcmurray had had and i had forgotten all about that originally until you brought it up (laughs) and i had another question that i never asked do you think katie will go with mrs mcmurray no i don't think so either no i don't think she will i don't think that katie would turn down a dude on spring break but i don't think the vibe of the trip like that would be up Katie's alley. I agree. Yeah. I also think even though she would try her best to have fun, she might feel I feel like, like she needs to take care yeah. of Mrs. McMurray and that's no fun. In a in a babysittery kind of Yeah. Even in a like, hey, I don't wanna be down here with you watching you be unfaithful anymore. I mean yeah, I know they fooled around the bathroom, but her actually going and like sleeping with another dude besides her husband, I mm-hmm. think would bother Katie. I think I could be mistaken. I don't know. Katie kind of flip flops on that issue. I know it's she yeah. goes back and forth on it because she was really upset <clears throat> with Tannis before, but then was like, and she was really upset with Angie. Mm-hmm. But she also i guess cheating's like 99% bad i don't know like she just yeah, kind of, exactly. flip flops on it, it and that was within yeah. the same few scenes like the next breath so i don't know yeah and the very last thing is the very awkward mcmurray dance and then the very cute wayne and marie fred dance i loved that scene and it broke my heart yeah with the hands on the back and then the look on wayne's face it was very and you knew he had decided you knew something that he knew. you knew something was happening yes and then we have episode six, which is yep. both of our favorites, I think. Yep. I put this my favorite of the regular season. I didn't dislike anything. It was short and hilarious. 
and the U's, the convos, whenever they're mm-hmm. all just like sitting around talking about everything, every single conversation to me was funny. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was hilarious. All good stuff. I put. <laughs> it's so weird that the ones that we really love are all Trevor Risk's episodes. He did good. He did really good. I'm just shocked. Really. Bravo, Trevor. Because it's, well, I mean, we, di- we didn't dislike the ones he he did before. I thought he originally, I thought he was the one that did the Shred the Red, but I don't think so. I think it was I can't a different remember. Because a lot of times when there is a guest writer, those tend to be yeah. not not our favorite episodes. I know for sure he did the Great Day for Thunder Bay, which we liked, but not as the season finale. We thought no. it was kind of an odd it was a good episode, just it felt more of like a mid-season thing. Yeah. It Except was... for the cliffhanger, I guess. But I liked everything about it, too. They had, you know, Needy, Dairy. We found out about the secret Instagram annex got going on. Everybody knows about it. How I, many dudes are jerking off to your sweetie right now? I can tell you exactly. <laughs> 16,000. <laughs> oh, God. And Gail pops up. I just jerked off to Dairy Sweetie's Instagram. <laughs> oh, they were all so funny. I love them all coming together. Yeah, even Tyson and Joint Boy were there, mm-hmm. and the Skids and McMurray all come in, and it's just... <laughs> That's the most fun I have, is seeing them all together. Yes, I like that. I didn't like that Katie called it skanky, but that was just a, a I can, one-off thing. Yeah, I can overlook that. Uh-oh. Little skank Sinatra? Little skank Zappa? Skank Ocean. I'll bother. What are we talking about here, little Tom Skanks? A little skank Aaron? Skanklin D. Roosevelt. I liked the phone call conversations where he sings the alphabet and she does the the Almond. cute yeah <laughs> leopard leopard the cute pronunciations because they are like Katie says can you get any cuter and they just they are so cute we see him go off on his secret project and Dan gets all <laughs> upset. We'll find out sooner rather than later. I liked that part. Nothing about this episode did I just like. I even liked the way that Anik broke up with Derry. I liked Mm -hmm. it was. It was very mature the mm -hmm. way that she did it. I I thought it wasn't. You know I don't know. Sometimes breakups are just so dramatic. (sighs) Looking at you, Stuart and Gay, (laughs) and. You know, there was no yelling or screaming or even really, like, no name-calling. There was a little yeah. bit of bitterness on Derry's end, but it didn't progress to anything. It went the I, best that it could. Yeah, I would say that neither of them could look back on that and be regretful of how it went. I so. agree. I liked it. I liked that episode as a whole. I've never had a breakup really go that smoothly. <laughs> Oh, God. One time, I broke out in, like, full body hives. <laughs> like, it was like, what is on my arm? And I pushed my sleeve up, and I just had high, like, I just broke out in a rash because of it. Ugh. There was no rashes had. There's always been some sort of tears with mine, but always mine. Always <laughs> so, <laughs> I I just feel very deeply. Yeah, so. there's been tears. There's been, yeah. Usually also... I mean, I haven't had a, I haven't dated a lot, but there's a great amount of hostility and animosity if it's the point of break. It's not just we're 
two different people and you have some things to work on and I have some things to work on mm-hmm. and all right, I'll see you later. It's never been like that for me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can agree with mine initially, but I do always, I've always gotten to that point though. I mean, I, there's no ex that I have now where I'm like, I hate you and I think you're just the worst person ever and you suck. I, at this point in my life, they're good enough guys. They're fine I, I still I still think they're cool people. They just weren't the right person for me, and I, I don't feel that way. Can about wish happiness. <laughs> <laughs> You're like uh, no. Well, uh, I wish all of my exes happiness. Just glad it's not with me. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie and Derry dance, which I think is cute. We have the little cliffhanger because we think that the question's going to be asked outside and. Mm-hmm. And it's not. We just go inside with Wayne carrying this big ass <laughs> ring box around like nobody's going to see it. It looks like a $10,000 guy. <laughs> he definitely does. That thing looks like he's put a baseball in his pocket and hoping no one's going to see it. It was a huge <laughs> ring box. I know. Ring boxes have gotten bigger, which is only okay, I guess, if the rings are bigger too. Like, you don't want to open a giant ass ring box and it be this <laughs> tiny, tiny little, little ring. And I don't care about jewelry, but that just seems like you wouldn't want a big ass box for a tiny You don't want to overhype. Yeah. Especially <laughs> in this circumstance. Yes, yes. Lavina shows up for Dan. Is that one of the last things that happens? Yeah, that's... And I have written just in capital letters, I just want to like her. <laughs> Just let me like her. But I can't. Yeah, I feel Alas. torn about that too. Knowledge is power and we can't help that we know what we know. So it's just, it is, it is what it is. What it is. Point, as Snoopy says. As Snoopy says. The great American philosopher Snoopy. <laughs> and then Valentine's Day, I didn't really write down much. There's not much content wise there that's so funny because i didn't write anything really either for that episode yeah. <laughs> i i have three lines for that's the shortest i have but also i didn't we only have the one episode out and so i didn't mm-hmm. i couldn't listen to the entire thing of it i don't remember what i gave it but if i was gonna give it a score i would probably give that one a what did i say seven i think so yeah. i think a seven because you gave it an eight right yeah i gave it an yeah eight. And it, I, I enjoyed it. I yeah. liked the it Wayne was fun. Stewart part. I liked the conversations between all of the individuals. I did have a thought, though, because we talked about, like, well, where's Bonnie at? Why is she not there? You know who else I would have liked to see that wasn't there is Tannis. Yeah. She would have been single. a fiery red dress. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And I think she would have had some little quick and sexy jabs to add into conversations. Fun. Yeah. That would so fun. We haven't seen her all season. I don't think she, you know, she's not in this season at all, is she? No. I've missed her. <laughs> I've missed her. <laughs> I think, is this the first time we see Coach, too? This season? Yeah, I think so. It's that I, Letter Kenny has grown so much. There's such good characters. It's hard to keep up with everybody and maintain. I think the fact, the reason I maybe didn't realize it, is because while we have been doing the season six podcast episodes, season 10 came out in real life. Yeah. And so I watched that and Tannis and Coach are both in that. So maybe I didn't realize that they weren't They're in six. They're heavily in that too. Because I had my fix of them when <laughs> I binged watched season 10. I think that's a downfall of season 10 is that 
the cast. We care about so many of the characters. The cast has got so big. This is like Game of Thrones. We're trying <laughs> to follow everybody around. But we don't have hour-long episodes or hour and a half. I forget how long they were. But we... It depends on the the episode with that one. Yeah. Some of them were an hour. Some of them were 90 minutes. But we want to see everybody and we want to see a lot of them but you can't with but you can't fit everybody six 30 in. minute episodes so yeah or 19 minutes depending <laughs> on the episode i will say i know you don't like the matchmaker but i think that she added <laughs> she added a little bit of ambiance to the valentine's day episode and like i said it, it's it's when she baby talks that's what i really can't stand because mm-hmm. other parts I, it was almost a Marie Fred thing. Like, I feel like I could be friends with you if you didn't ever baby talk again. <laughs> if that you would be the end change of our this one part of your personality, I would be your friend. Yes. You have to change who you are, then I'll like you. If but... you fundamentally change the person, I will be your friend. <laughs> but the part where she's like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> you felt that in your soul. That... <laughs> That's a, that's a little bit you. I mean, I understand if you had if you had set up an event and people were being like that, I totally would yes, see you doing that's this. That's how I would be like. Ah, so that and her body shape, I related to as well. So <laughs> there were parts about her that I did like that episode, but when she starts with the baby talk, it just it detracts oh, from not horny everything. anymore. <laughs> yep, I am definitely not horny anymore either, Daniel. Oh my gosh. His little homemade cards were very sweet, I thought, though. That was absolutely my favorite part. That's the Daniel we know and love. Yes, that's the Dan that, not episode four Dan, but this Dan. That was good Dan. I loved how happy he made Daxi. Because he just smiled so big and he's That like, almost choked me up a I little. I know, he's like, I'm a hit. I'm a hit. And, but then Riley's Riley not can't... understanding because he can't read. <laughs> Stick <laughs> to... <laughs> he puts a random R in the word somewhere. Like, he's I don't like, get what? it. <laughs> it hurt my heart so much. Who was your favorite... And I think I know the answer, but who was your favorite conversations in that particular episode? when people were talking to each other humor wise or made me happy wise either just you your favorite for whatever reason it's between riley and coach and jonesy and rolled oh see i was wrong then i would have thought that it would have been katie and ronzi i i liked that but it was just a lot of wordplay and i get where they were going with it and i was all for it I was <laughs> that's all why for... i thought you'd like it yeah that was the hook i am 100 percent, and i hope that happens down the line i'm so into this now i'm fully invested so i'm hoping this happens down the line but i just loved how sincere riley was in his he was trying to help coach so much. Coach and Riley's was my favorite. It was so good. But then I also loved how excited Jonesy got when he realized he got to ask his gay friend questions. <laughs> he was like, I have so many questions. What's yeah. a power bottom? <laughs> uh, so many good things. Sure. <laughs> he said it as a throw off, but then he was like, I guess what else are we going to do for three minutes? Yeah. <laughs> I found it interesting, though, that Rald seemed to not be attracted to the hockey players at all. I think he was goal-oriented. Yeah. And he, had, <laughs> he had one goal and he had two goals in mind. Yes. 
<laughs> that's what he wanted. And that's he what scored. he was there for. <laughs> this is the reason that I'm here. But yeah, Riley and Coach, like you said, Riley being so sweet like that. But then Coach's insults were on point. It was like, so funny. Those were they were insults to one of my favorite characters on the show. I love Riley, but those were perfect burns. Like it, I loved it. They were so spot. On. I wanted. I feel like he wrote them himself. I hope so because I mean, especially when he was talking about people having a love child and him looking like certain people. The people that he used really look like how Riley looks. His actual, yeah. his actual beautiful face. Yes, <laughs> look uh, like. <laughs> and he has to Google it. He's like two T's. And then Coach is still being tuned. Yes, I love it. So, what would you give the season overall? See, the season overall, the first three episodes really drag it down. So, I'd, the season overall, I'd only give like a six, maybe a six wow. and a half. Yeah. I feel so seen. <laughs> <laughs> the same for me. I gave it. A six. I started at a five, but then as I, you know, I reevaluated, it ended really strong. Mm -hmm. But the first ones really drag it down a lot. So Uh, it's a six for me. And that's why I was like, uh, let me try to think of what the actual average between my scores would be. The average, I think, would be higher. When I went back and rewatched it for the podcast, there were some parts I remembered, but overall, this was not a season that stuck out in my mind. Like, ah, yeah. oh, that's that was a great season. This was, it, it had strong points. It mm-hmm. had some really weak points for me. It had some really hilarious parts, and then stuff I just didn't care about. And so it was, it was a good mix of all of that stuff. But there was just, there was enough stuff that I didn't care about and I didn't like to drag it down. I feel that. Well, that's everything I have. Uh, Yeah, I'm good. Like, maybe we will do a little bit of a shorter episode this time. Yeah, I have, well, I do have a, what's it called? What's the scoop? I have what's the scoop somewhere. Somewhere. (laughs) Okay, I have a what's the scoop. Well, here's the scoop and I'm going to tell you. Two things. One thing is just a random thing that I saw today on Instagram. I think... I haven't been on Instagram today, so... I think Michelle's car got broken into today. Oh, no. Yeah, she put up a thing on her story where it it implied that someone had busted the back window of her car to get in her car and gotten into it. Uh, so, I don't think it got stolen. It just got broken into to get rifled through, but she was pretty heated today on instagram i would be too that's that's the thing that would piss me off yeah yeah and my second thing sorry that happened to you michelle i know uh, that really sucks i i have had my car broken into when i was in college and which it i don't have any money i'm in college you know (laughs) so it's fine but the one thing that they did get was my iPod. And yes, oh. it was an iPod classic. It was like 128 gigs. Uh-huh. And it had the best music on it. Yeah, and it, it was like the soundtrack my... for your life, wasn't yes. it? I had playlists on playlists. And that really is what breaks my heart. And it had my name on the back of it. It had, like, I don't know. It was just, what are you going to do with that? Come on, people. Yeah. And that's just one of those things. Nate got into a fender bender once. And... Our insurance covered it being fixed, but it didn't it cover a rental car for the time being. And, like, being without your car while it's being fixed is, it's not the end of the world, but it's so inconvenient. Yeah. And, like, now she's going to have to get her window fixed. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, 
I guess it's not quite as inconvenient if you have more money, but it's still inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. My second thing is something I sent to you and Kayla already. It is another podcast episode. So there's a podcast called Canadian Love Map. Yeah. And Dylan and Jen are on it. And I haven't even got to listen to it yet, but I'm very excited. I want to listen to it. It's just, I guess, a prominent people or you know famous people in canada and it's telling their love stories and i am so excited to listen uh when you sent that i had that reaction like oh i haven't listened to it yet either but they're like one of my favorite couples right now they're so stinking cute i feel like it validates their love which (laughs) they don't need that but that's how it feels to me but i'm just like look how cute they are they're so cute and i wonder too this is just me sleuthing and being nosy and it's (laughs) Literally none of my business, but on some of the stuff that they put up, she's, you know, got pictures with his mom and stuff a lot, and his mom, I believe, called her Mm daughter-in-law, and so I'm wondering if that's just a cute thing that she does, because they're engaged and will be married at one point, or if they're actually already married. They got married already? I I just want to know. I'm so nosy, but... Team, none of your business. I remember I said that. Yes. But just, I just want to know because they're adorable and I love them and I root for them. So, and that's all of my what's the scoop. Yeah. All right. So I guess next is season seven. Oh my gosh. No, wait a minute. It's our podcast anniversary. Yes, it is. I sent that to you today and I still am like, yeah, I'm good for the episode. <laughs> so happy one year to us. We will figure it out eventually. <laughs> well, Yeah. We, we almost didn't even do an intro today. That's how good we were going. Gosh. Do you remember how happy we were when we came up with that intro, though? We yes. We were like, we could do this, and then we could say that, and then we'll say, let's get at her at the same time, and it'll be so cool, which I still think it is. I still think it is. <laughs> even if we forget to do it sometimes. Even if we don't do it every time, because we don't know how to podcast, but we're figuring it out. We were distracted with chocolate last time, so I, I blame that completely. Mm-hmm. That was good chocolate. Yeah. So, a year ago... Today, yeah, which will be past when you all hear, but a year ago today, we started, we recorded just starting on episode two because I asked you your favorite mm-hmm. episode, and I thought I would actually initially be doing this with a bunch of guest people, and I had such a good time with Amber that I asked if she would just keep doing it with me every time, <laughs> so we had to go back, do episode one, and then... We've done it for a year now. Yeah. Six seasons worth. That's insane. Yeah, six full seasons, including recaps and holidays. Yes. You, so I guess that means we'll be done in a year, though. Unless they keep coming out with more seasons. Unless they keep cranking them out. Yeah, because they're, they just released season 10 I and think we're done with six. If we get so. another six seasons in, that would be... 11 would be out in theory at that time, and then possibly Shorzy Show, so that would be up to 12. Which kind of makes me like the symmetry, but also sad, because they yeah. need to... I mean, because a year's not very long. When you think of it, like, it's like a long time, but then this has gone by very fast. It feels like it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna give you all another year if you keep listening. Keep so. listening, yeah. All right. We'll see you back next time for Season 7, Episode 1, Crack an Egg. <laughs> and I'm so excited. I love that Meg episode. Megan's excited about this one. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Ninja Dust.
Thanks again for listening to Not My Forte, a super soft podcast. Information is pulled for this episode from letterkenny.fandom.com, as well as Megan and Amber's notes. Music for these episodes is provided by Mark Wallach, and that song is called Rattle and Shake. If you have any questions about this episode, or any comments or insights on this episode or future episodes, feel free to email us at casualjosh0 at gmail.com. That's casualjosh, the number zero, at gmail.com. And remember to put not my forte in the subject line. 